Welcome aboard. It is Paint the Town Dead, episode 34, which is hopefully right. It's what I wrote down. That's it. Okay. So that, that spoilers, um, that was Caitlin, my co-ghost I'm for ghost. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. She's white as a ghost. Uh, it's true. At all times. It's true. Even when she gets baked by the sun. <laughs> by the star. Yeah. Cooked yeah. by a star. And I still, I'm still just as pale as ever. Yeah. And I'm Andrew. I'm the other host. Hi, Andrew. The, uh, the other co-ghost, I guess. Hi. I should come up with a different name. No, I like, like that. Well, like one person should be co-ghost and somebody should, uh, should be a different ghost, thing. coast to coast. Yeah. Taken. Yeah. Do you know the story about how you became a ghost? Tell me. Well, according to one of the episodes of the Space Ghost Coast to Coast, mm-hmm. he was a guy named Tad Ghostel who like choked on a biscuit or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what they say on the fake talk show they do. Nice. I don't know what the original, actual, real Space Ghost from the old times. See, that's what I watched. I watched the original Space Ghost on like, uh, what was that, Toon? Boomerang? Yeah, Boomerang. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind when I found out that was a thing. Yeah. Because Coast, Go- Coast to Coast was the first thing I ever heard of. Not me. Um, so this week, I actually have to ask you something. Do you feel good about your house? I don't like this question. Do you feel good about how it always has open windows? <laughs> you're smiling and I don't like it. Yeah. Well, after this week, you're not going to feel good about it. Oh, no. As we delve into the Texarkana Moonlight Murders. Ah! So, to start with, uh, we're going to go to February 26th, 26th, 22nd. Yeah, close. It's, uh, it's pretty similar. Yeah. February 22nd, 1946. This is uh, shortly after that. their Second World War. Oh. We are in Texarkana. Which that side is, of it? Uh, both sides at various times. Wait, isn't there three sides? No, there's just a two. Oh. Arkansas and Texas. What about the Anna? Uh, I mean, I think there was like thought that it would be louisiana but it it isn't it never made it yeah i don't know what i don't know if it was like they just mis misput where the thing was or if they just thought anna sounded good i don't know gotcha okay so 11:45 p.m a couple they have seen a movie together you know as couples do i assume i don't know i don't know not I, anymore i'm not in a couple um never have been either weird it's not that's true. not true <laughs> even i've been in a couple <laughs> uh, it is uh, Jimmy Hollis, 25, with his girlfriend, Mary. Uh, she is 19, and they are, they've are they left this movie. They're they're hanging out in their car. What movie did they see? I don't know. Okay. What's what, the point of all this, then? Yeah, I don't know what they were showing in February of 1946. <laughs> okay. Um, so they go and park in a, in a secluded area. Right, row. As you do when you're teenagers or also 25. <laughs> I was like, wait, he's 25. <laughs> as you do, because, you know. You gotta, you gotta get some privacy back in them old days. I guess so. And uh, they park in a secluded, unpaved road, <laughs> a, a so-called lover's lane. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you know what it's about. <laughs> you know what they're doing. You especially know. How dare you? <laughs> um, so about ten minutes later, they're they're hanging out. Things are probably going pretty good. I don't know. A man. Shows up at the driver's side window. He's shining a flashlight in the car. Now, kind of blinding. And uh, so so uh, Hollis there, he thinks it's, he's being pranked. He's like, 
hey man you got the wrong guy i don't know who you are go go away yeah and it's a man who is about six feet tall mm-hmm. and he's wearing a white mask looks like a pillowcase with holes cut out oh god yeah yeah and uh so yeah he, he's like i i don't know what's going on this is weird what a weird thing to happen mm-hmm but it's going to go from weird to horrible because the man says, I don't want to kill you, so do what I say. Oh, boy. Yeah. So he orders um, the couple to get out of the car, and he tells uh, Jimmy Hollis there to take off his GD britches. Oh. Um, I don't know why, but that's what he does. Okay. Weird. And when he does, the man in the mask hits him over the head with the pistol that he's holding here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the girlfriend, Mary, she thought uh, Hollis had actually been shot because uh, the hitting of the pistol was so loud and it fractured his skull. Yeah, what? That's that's why it was so loud. She oh heard the kid. sound of his skull oh, fracturing. Gross. So she thinks, obviously, like, so he's, he's basically knocked out. Yeah. Hollis is, yeah. as you would imagine. That's a good assumption, yeah. So uh, Mary, she thinks... Uh, this guy's here to rob them. So she's like, no, look, look, I got his, I got his wallet. He doesn't have any money. And the guy hits her too. In the head with the gun? Yeah. And then, uh, so she's, he do, I guess he doesn't hit her as hard or she's more hard headed. Who's to say? Because <laughs> uh, she's still, she's still going. Wow. So he orders her to run. Run? Yeah. He tells her to run. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so she starts running off like towards a ditch and then the guy's like no 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 no, no. go a different way and like sends her down the road why i don't know yes you do don't know and then uh so she's gonna come across another parked car so she's like oh thank god but it's empty there's nobody in it is his car i don't know that's what i was thinking maybe it's potentially his car huh um but then he catches up with her and he he asks her why she's running and she, said, she says, like, hey, you told me to. He calls her a liar. Then he knocks her down and sexually assaults her. Um, so after the assault, she gets away. She, she's running. Does he let her go or does she just I, escape? I think, I think he lets her go because, I mean, he had a gun and all that. Okay. Uh, so she, she's running away. She finds a house about a half mile away. She's, she's trying to, there's a car comes by. She tries to flag them down. They just keep going. Sure. And, uh. She's able to uh, wake up the people living in the house, gets them to call the police, and uh, Hollis actually regains consciousness. So he's gonna he's gonna be okay. It's pretty impressive sort of. that she heard a <laughs> skull crack. All right. Wow. And he actually got a car to stop, possibly the same car. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the car, the motorist there, he just he's like okay, just leaves him there. Because oh. I don't I don't know if he's just like I don't trust you. Maybe you're gonna be a hitchhiker murderer. It's yeah. all a trick. Yeah. So he, he leaves him there, drives to a funeral home nearby where they call the police. Because you don't have cell phones. Oh, 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 He's oh. just trying to find a place to be I like. I got you. Yeah. Somewhere where somebody's going to be, you can use a phone. I got you. And when officers arrive, they they find Hollis. They find his pants 100 yards away. Again, don't know what the deal is with that. Okay. Um, the the girlfriend, she's, she's only um, hospitalized overnight. Minor head wound. She's basically okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hollis is there for several days because, you know, broke skull his, fractures broke his and all. brain. Yeah. Um, one of the things here is uh, their testimony d- differed a little bit, specifically where um, Mary, 
says that the attacker is she thinks he's african-american she says she could see under the the eye holes a little bit Mm -hmm. but hollis said he thought he was white Hmm. but also hollis had like the worst vantage point because he's had a he had a flashlight shining in his eyes and all that in the middle of the night and the dude whacked him in the brain (laughs) yeah so fast forward about 21 days march 24th it is 9 a.m and Richard L. Griffin, 29, and his girlfriend of six weeks, Polly Ann Moore, 17, are found dead. Dead. They're found dead in Griffin's 1941 Oldsmobile sedan by a passing motorist. Are they on the lover's lane? They were found on a similarly secluded <gasps> road. Oh, my god! A lover's lane, if you will. And the, the person who found them thought they were asleep at first. Oh, it, they're never asleep. It's not a mannequin. These are the rules. Yeah, exactly. When have, when have you ever seen a person just asleep? slumped over asleep in their car on a lover's lane? Especially when it turns out like uh, Griffin, who had been shot twice, once through the back of the head. Ew. He was between the front seats on his knees with his head resting on his arms with his pockets turned out. And Moore was face down in the back seat. And she had also been shot in the back of the head. Oh my gosh. Is yeah. this in the... Wait, you might have already said this. The Texas or Arkansas side? Uh, I don't know for sure, but it like it moves back and forth because okay. yeah. I, I was just wondering how that would how that would um, sit with like jurisdiction and everything because I mean they're right on the borders. Uh, they they would work together. Okay. And they will work together. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like um, like I don't think you could say. I don't know if you're in Texarkana, Arkansas. And a police officer officer's trying to pull you over for speeding. I don't think it's like, I crossed the border, suck it. Ha I, I bet they have... You can't get me. Yeah, I bet they have stuff in place where they're like, no, you can you can still go get them. It's fine. We'll, we'll allow this one. So, they, uh, police, they find a blood-soaked patch of earth, like, outside the car, which would suggest that the couple may have been killed outside and then placed back inside the car. That's not creepy. And there was a... Uh, congealed blood found covering the running board and it had flowed through the bottom of the car oh my god and they find a 32 caliber cartridge shell and this is when uh question, obviously question yes how big is 32 calibers medium i guess okay i'm not sure i didn't know either just wondering continue um yeah like i think i, I want to say in the realm of guns again not a gun expert Similar to, we are not scientists. We are not gun experts. We are none of these things. <laughs> we, uh, uh, based on my experience with, say, video games, fifty caliber is real, real big. That's a big old gun. Okay. That's like if you shoot that, the gun's probably gonna pop back in your face and break your nose if you're not a big, strong boy. One of those ones. Yeah. Um, like that's what you'd have, like a big old machine gun to be fifty caliber or something. Gotcha. I guess. I'm kind of talking out my butt here. You I know. believe you. But I think 32 is large enough. Colt 45. That's a 45. That's pretty big too, I think. Sure. I believe you. A baseball team used to be called that. Colt 45? Yeah. The Houston Colt 45s. They're now the Astros. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the obviously, the you're going to have a citywide investigation beginning here. Involves Texas and Arkansas City Police, uh, FBI, Texas Rangers, uh, 
county sheriffs are all all going to be involved in this. They interviewed 50 to 60 witnesses, including patrons and employees who were at a bar near the crime scene uh, called Club Dallas. And on March 30th, a reward of $500 was offered to try and get more information leading to arrest and all that. Andrew? Yeah. How much is that in 2020 money? You know, I knew you were going to ask this. Did you? I had a good idea, what? but I did no research on that. Oh, that's fine. It's okay. So, yeah, 1946 money. It's good, it's good amount of money. It's yeah, good amount of money now. At least a couple thou. I would take $500 for if I had information. Well. Um, but they get no helpful tips out of this. And it kind of just leads to, uh, said over a hundred false leads. Great. So not, not, not going that well. And we fast forward another three weeks or so. April 13th, 1946. And at the VFW club at West 4th and Oak Street, a one Betty Joe Booker, 15, played with a band called the Rhythm Airs. It was like a weekly gig that they did. Every week, I go play at the VFW for, for the old folks. Or actually, well, probably not that old. Probably a lot of World War II vets. It's mm. 1946. The war just ended. So. It's a club to go to. Yeah, it might actually be like a happening place. And around 1.30 a.m. That, that morning, next morning, her friend Paul Martin, 17, picks her up after the show. And this would be the last time they were seen alive. Oh, man. I'm sending a trend. At 6.30 a.m., Martin's body is going to be found by a Mr. and Mrs. G.H. Weaver and their son lying at the northern edge of North Park Road. He had been shot four times, once through the nose, through the back, in his right hand, and the back of his neck. Are these like defensive wounds? I mean, he was shot, so I don't, I don't know how defensive it would be. I mean, like, if he was shot through his hand, that makes me think he reached up and grabbed, like... Something like in the Maybe. back of his head to help protect it or something. And or if he was like again. running and that was just like they shot and that's where it hit him. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. I don't know. Eh, maybe. Um, so uh, Betty Jo Booker is going to be found at 1130 a.m. Two miles away from where Martin was found. Uh, she was found behind a tree by the Boyd family and their friend Ted Schwoopy. I don't know how you say this guy's name. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of guessing there. She had been shot twice, once in the chest and once through the head. And she was lying on her back, fully clothed, with her right hand in the pocket of her overcoat. This is a bit unusual for this killer, isn't it? Um, I mean... Or was it just the one sexual assault? It seemed like there was just the one. Maybe they didn't report on the the other ones. Yeah, I don't know. So, Martin's vehicle is going to be found about three miles away from where Martin's body was. Parked behind a tree outside of Spring Lake Park with the keys still in it. And, yeah, so you said defensive wounds. Investigators believe that Martin and Booker had put up a tremendous struggle. Hmm. So, potentially, you're potentially right there. Wow. And Booker, uh, the instrument she played was a alto saxophone. Alto. 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 I got you. Alto. Is that why you say alto? Alto. That sounds like a country way to say it. I'm just telling you how it's said here in the good old United States of America. The al- the alto saxophone was was uh, not there. It wasn't in the car anymore. So it was like, oh, was it a robbery, perhaps? Or was it just a red herring? Yeah, maybe. 
Hmm. Perhaps perhaps or, I hold the answers to this one. Or was it a copycat? This is, these are very good questions. Oh. Uh, and the reward fund grows to $1,700. <laughs> uh, at this time, everybody's obviously freaking out. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, you've had four murders and the two assaults before that. Yeah. And so they start setting curfews, like businesses can't be open so late and all that. And our killer... He's going to be dubbed the Phantom slash Phantom Killer slash Phantom Slayer or just, you know, Phantom. Is this around the time of Zodiac? When was Zodiac happening? I think it was like the 50s. So this is 1946 when this happened. Um, so Zodiac was like 60s and 70s. So it's a It could potentially be related though. Maybe. Okay. Um so yeah, the the Phantom Killer, uh, as he's going to be called, and uh, yeah, so the uh, the the he gets that name from the newspapers as as it happens. Gotcha. You know, it's like Phantom Slayer eludes police. <sighs> Don't give him a name. Phantom Killer eludes officers as investigation of slayings press, which I think I mean, yeah. What? It's just uh trying to sell newspapers there trying to make it sound crazier than maybe it is but also it is crazy hmm. so we potentially have a break in the booker and martin case mm-hmm. um thursday april 25th just a like a few days yeah like a, a little over a week basically mm-hmm. assuming i'm doing math right which there is no guarantee i can't it's a heck of an assumption to make i'm going to just nod my head and agree with you yeah so police are very desperate uh, they have basically nothing to go on at this point, but a man in Corpus Christi, Texas, which is quite a bit of ways from Texarkana, Texas is a big state. Mm. It's on it's on the coast. But speaking of geography, I would like for you to know that I was looking at a map today and it was like, this is way off topic. Uh, it was a map of what candy, Halloween candy is most popular in every state. And it didn't have the state names. It just had the picture of the candy on it. Oh. I got Arizona. Oh, Everybody you got was Arizona? Like, there was like, someone was like, where's the Snickers? Which states have Snickers? And there was Florida, and then there was one over there. And I was like, pretty sure that's Arizona. And they're like, no, it's not. And I was like, no, I think it is. It was Arizona. Wow. Um, so don't ask... Uh, Medical professionals for directions anywhere. Not not this one. <laughs> not this one. That is real bad that y'all are got, struggling so hard with that one. I got Arizona. Um, so yeah, Corpus Christi. Okay. There is a guy there who's trying to sell a saxophone at a music <gasps> store. What? And you may remember that Booker is it a, had, a, had, had a saxophone oh my gosh. that was missing. So this guy's like, he goes in the store he talks to the salesperson, the, the store clerk, talk, talks to this lady. He's like, hey, y'all want to buy a saxophone? And she says, well, I, I have to ask my manager. Cause she, she's probably just a peon. She doesn't have, yeah. she doesn't have she doesn't the, the authority to do that. Yeah. And the guy channeling some serious care and energy about 70 years before that was a thing. He goes, what do you have to talk to him about it for? You work here, don't you? That's not care and energy. That's like... That's that's like that's, cult creepy manipulative energy. Like, 
Why? No, that's that's like you I don't work, know. I guess maybe it's here. like it's like opposite. He's like you it's, work it, here. It's inverted Karen energy because he's like he's like I don't want the manager. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, you can do it yourself. It's fine. So yeah, she's like, no, I'm gonna get the manager, and then he leaves. Oh. Very suspicious, right? So two days later, the same man he's gonna be arrested at a hotel after he bought a 45 caliber revolver from a pawn shop, and five days after. He had tried to sell that their saxophone. Yeah. He uh, is positively identified by the girl from the store. And she's like, yeah, that's the guy. He's uh-huh. he's Mr. Saxophone. What did he look like? Was he like clean cut? Was he... I don't know what he sketchy? looked like. Okay. Um, but they go to his hotel room and they find a bloody bag of clothing. Which, Not suspicious. <laughs> right. He says it's from a cut he received in a bar fight. Oh, okay. Which, I don't know, a guy who's like being real sketchy about selling stuff and buying stuff from pawn shops, he's probably like, yeah, that seems like the guy's getting at bar fights. I don't know. But would it saturate your clothing? I mean, if you bleed a bunch. Yeah. You, Sus- you, I'm, I'm suspicious. As you probably should be. Um, so, yeah. In the end, though, he's going to be cleared of the murders. They're going to find out there's no way he was anywhere near there. How? Because you do investigations and you find these things. Are you going to tell me? No. Okay. Also, in uh, later on, it's gonna be a ways away, but in October they actually do find Booker's saxophone. Where was it? It, it was kind of uh, near where her body had been found. It was just under a bush somewhere. Did she drop it? I. Or did somebody I don't hide know. It? Uh, maybe. Why it was don't you hidden? know the answers, Andrew? Because the okay. people who would know, maybe they got away with it, and maybe they're dead. Oh. Okay. For instance, Booker couldn't tell you because she was murdered. Well, that was sad. That's like the that's that's the problem with like the first story. You have so much information because they both survived, and then these next two, it's double murder with no answers. Yeah, so we don't we don't know, we don't have them to tell us like it was this crazed maniac with a bag over his head. Yeah. So then we come to May third, still in nineteen forty six here. Uh, around 9 p.m. It's a house about 10 miles northeast of Texarkana. So I believe that would make it on the Arkansas side, if my geography is correct. I believe you. And uh, it's going to be at the house of Virgil Starks, 37. He's in the sitting room listening to that there radio. And his wife, Katie, is also there. She is 36. So we finally got a couple who are it's pretty close, pretty close in acceptable. age. Yep. Instead of these first, like, these first two couples where it was kind of like... You know what, though? They're probably dudes that went to war and came back. Oh, that's true. That's true. How dare you make fun of vets? I'll make fun of anybody. (gasps) Nobody is off limits to some extent. Okay. (laughs) I was like, nobody? Okay, continue. Nobody is off limits. As long as it's for reasons that aren't like, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, So, uh, Katie, she hears something in the backyard. And she's like, hey, Virgil there. Why don't you turn the radio down? And she returns to her room, and a few seconds later, she hears glass breaking. And she, she that's all she hears is glass breaking. So she goes into the living room, thinking that she heard, like, Virgil had dropped something. Right, yeah. Like, he dropped some glasses. And she sees him, he stands up, and then he slumps back into his chair. Oh, no. And she saw blood, <gasps> and runs to him. And by the time she got there, he was already dead. Shot in the head, in the back of the head, twice. Oh my gosh. And he had enough like 
like for just electric, that second electric I guess, yeah. power i mean it sounds bad but you know like the the neurons were firing enough for him to, to stand like he stood up for like just that second for falling back down oh and he gosh. was immediately dead that's so sad and wait so, in his they were in the house yes i know where this is going so she runs to the phone and she gets out their phone it's an old crank phone it says um and she while she's trying to dial she is shot twice in the face <gasps> once to the cheek and uh, once in the jaw ah uh, like yeah so she survives that initially she tries to run and go get like a pistol from the living room but she can't see anything she's blinded by her own blood oh my gosh but she could hear the attacker trying to rip through the screen door on the back porch. Oh. And then she heard him coming through the kitchen window. Oh, my God. And that's when she's just like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to feel my way through this. And I'm just going to get out the house and make a run for it. She can't see. Like, not really, no. Oh, my gosh. So she runs barefoot to her brother and sister, her sister and brother-in-law's house. There's nobody home. So then she runs another 50 yards to a man named A.V. Prater's house. She she gets him out there. Uh, she says, Virgil's dead, her husband, and then collapses. And then Prater, he does this really cool redneck thing. He gets a rifle and fires it into the air to get his neighbor's attention. Nice. His neighbor's name is Elmer Taylor. <laughs> That's their calling card. This is like, Elmer. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to shoot my rifle in the air. Elmer, that means you come out here and see what's up. Wow. So Prater tells Taylor, like, he's like, hey, get your car. The Starks have been shot. And so they're going to drive to the hospital. And Katie, despite the blood loss, actually never went into shock. That's really impressive. Yeah. She was, like, only semi-conscious, like, on the way there, obviously, Mm -hmm. because, you know, she'd been shot in the face twice. You know. Um, And she's going to get there, and she's actually going to live. Wow. She's going to survive the attack there. Wow. Uh, this is crazy to think about like how how good of a horror film it would be for like she's bleeding everywhere she can hear the guy coming in that's absolutely terrifying. terrifying yeah and uh the headline in the newspaper the next morning read murder rock city again farmer slain wife wounded that's really sad do they have kids i don't know hmm. if they did they weren't there okay good and police set up blockades immediately after reports of the murder. Uh, set them up on uh, northeast and southwest on Highway 67 East. Uh, when the investigators got there to the house, they found what they described as a virtual river of blood and also found scattered teeth because <gasps> she had been shot in the jaw. It's and is her teeth? It's her teeth. <gasps> oh, like her, I don't. Uh, yeah. It's like when you have nightmares that your teeth are falling out. <laughs> Except scarier because yes, it's real. It's real. It, and it just my, came through like an open window. Can you imagine the amount of pain? I, I bet the adrenaline it has was, to be an adrenaline thing yeah, at that point. Initially, maybe yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, initially she is just like probably hopped up. Yeah, wow. she's, she's got to be because I don't know how else you pull that off. So they also they find three main clues. They find uh, shell casings that show that uh, it was a twenty-two caliber gun. That's not a very big gun. No, and it's also. Not a thirty-two, which is what they found at the second murder scene. Huh. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Um, they found a flashlight in the uh, in the hedge underneath the window where Starks had been shot from. Hmm. 
And so they send that flashlight off to D.C. to be investigated by the FBI. Yeah. See if there's like fingerprints and such. Mm-hmm. And there were bloody shoe prints and fingerprints found in the house as well. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the, the killer mm-hmm. was walking around in there. Um, they get bloodhounds. They bring them in from uh, Hope, Arkansas. Hey. Yeah. And they find two trails that both led to the highway before they lost the scent. So we're thinking like dude hopped in a car. But yeah, it sounds like probably got in the car and left. Hmm. And uh, so after this is happening, you know, the police they're they're patrolling these those lovers' lanes, making sure nobody's out there getting getting murdered again. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, now now it's like even in your own house, you're not safe anymore in mm. this situation. Did they have open windows? I mean, he could obviously see through that window Mm-mm. to shoot them. I close my windows at night. That's smart. Yeah. Um, so there were there were forty seven officers working around the clock on these uh, on this here crimes, and uh, you know there's there's no known motive. Like nothing was stolen from the Starks' home. Hmm. Um, so it's not robbery, obviously. Just a jerk. Yeah, and uh, unofficially. It was thought by some to be sex mania, because okay. he's like, oh, he's, he's crazy sex maniac. Okay, but and, he but he didn't rape all of his victims, did he? No, hmm. I don't know. Maybe there's like, yeah, I, I think that's just something they would uh, apply to anything. Gotcha. It's like, oh, I must be a sex maniac. Gotcha. Some sex pervert out there. This was before terminology was made and profiling and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. In fact, the uh, the Sunday issue of the Texarkana Gazette read, Sex Maniac Hunted in Murders. What would that be called? It's not Sex Maniac. It's called something else. I'll find it. Go- continue. Murder Raper. No, continue. And uh, yeah, one officer was quoted as saying, I believe that sex that a sex pervert is responsible. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why sex per- calling somebody a sex pervert is funny to me. It sounds very old-timey. Yeah. In a weird way. It kind of is. The... Uh, the reward fund is going to rise to $7,025. And um, a mobile radio transmitting station is going to be brought in from Austin, Texas, along with 10 police cars outfitted with two-way radio equipment and 20 officers. And so the two-way radio thing, uh, we, we, us in our, uh, our cell phone land, we take for granted how much communication we can have yes, all the time. Yeah. So most of the other police cars they had, they could only communicate with like police headquarters. They couldn't communicate with other police cars, but these could, so they could be more coordinated. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, uh, in the May 11th edition of the Texarkana Gazette, the police asked for information on anybody who might've been missing on the nights of February 22nd and 23rd, March 23rd, 24th, April 13th and 14th and May 3rd. Basically trying to see, was there a person that you knew who wasn't where they normally were on any of those nights. Question. Yes. Do they think that when I, I jump ahead, I, I think ahead when they were investigating, did they think that this was a person who was from the area? Yes. Okay. Especially when it's, you know, it keeps happening around there, you know? Right. And especially, you know, lovers lanes are typically pretty secluded and you have to oh, know, yeah, you have to know how to get there. Right. Pretty so much. it would, it would kind of be safe to, you know, you one would, would think that they're from yeah. the area at least. Yeah, you would think it's somebody who knows the area pretty well hmm. if they're able to do that. Okay. So, yeah, they're trying to see like, 
is there a person you knew who's normally at home at this time and they weren't at home or whatever mm-hmm. that sort of deal also another thought i wonder if since profiling and stuff with the fbi you know came to light you know not long after that you know definitions and stuff things started to get defined and all that sexual sadism and that's the thing that's what i was looking for i don't know but i wonder if anybody prof has profiled the phantom killer you know how like say like white male in his 30s loner type of thing. yeah i wonder if anybody's profiled him it's a good question especially because there is some thought that maybe he didn't do all of them. Maybe it wasn't always that same person. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, two different guns. Some were raped. Some weren't. I mean. Like the first three crimes, the one where he assaults the two, then the two murders, and then the next two murders. Mm-hmm. Those are all fairly similar. You know, he's finding two of them found the, at uh, Lover's Lane. Mm-hmm. The other one, not necessarily. Yeah. And the car seemingly was maybe moved. Um, but then this last one. With is the, with the, at people's house yeah. in totally different situation so and a different gun than was used before so it yeah makes you wonder if it's just like unrelated are they, are they escalating are they are they mutating are they is it totally different people right and even like the the famous image of this killer mm-hmm. is the the white the white pillowcase looking mask with the eye holes cut out right we only we only know of that happening once, for sure. Because the you know two of them there was no witnesses. Right. This last one, she never saw the guy. Gotcha. Okay. Because she got shot in the freaking face like wow. immediately. Gosh. So May fifth, the Texarkana Gazette states the killer might strike again at any moment. That's not fear mongering at all. Chill out, newspaper. Yeah. Dude, that doesn't help things. So. As you can imagine, Texarkana is not that big. It's fairly big, especially for, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like southwestern Arkansas and Texas. Um, the the panic and hysteria is pretty wild at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like every other big murder story you hear that happened, you know, a long time ago, it's like, uh, people used to leave their doors unlocked at night, but now they don't. Don't, don't leave your doors unlocked yeah. or windows or anything else. And people, you know. We're buying up guns and ammo. All the gun stores are running out of guns and ammo. Um, Good for business. Also, also selling out of locks, like new locks, like the chain locks. Oh as yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'd put those on along with regular lock, and also like window shades and Venetian blinds. Like everybody's. Good call. Yeah. Um, guard dogs became a hot commodity. I have some of those. That's a oh, one way to call it. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Uh, some people they they got pretty DIY with it. They were like nailing uh, bed sheets to, over windows and stuff. <laughs> I've done that before in a desperate poor college situation. Yeah, well, this is a similar situation. It is where you're desperate. just trying to survive. That's true. That's true. And people leave their lights on instead of you know turn going them dark. off. They can't see if it's dark. Yeah, but also like especially if you have outside light, mm-hmm. you know, makes it easier to see somebody coming at you. Mm. And once. Uh, there's a movie called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Okay. Um, because once, like, it, the town would be fine in the daytime, but once it started to get to nighttime... Game over. Everybody emptied out. There was nothing. Like, and businesses suffered a lot because of this. Mm. Similar to, like, now, except on, like, a much more micro level than yeah. uh, 
the worldwide level we're dealing with. Yeah, world. So, like, theaters, clubs, restaurants, and stuff at, like, you know, at night. (laughs) Clubs. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Oh, no. Because liquor stores were closing at 9.30 p.m. I'm just kidding. I don't think of that. Rarely do I go to liquor store. 9.30, though. How often do you go past 9.30? I don't know. I've done it enough times that that would be a minor inconvenience in my yeah, life. That's true. That's true. Um, there was even a statement posted in the newspaper by the like liquor store people. It says, we fully understand the state of mind in which Texarkana is now gripped, and we are selling no liquor to persons who already have been drinking. <laughs> we do not wish to add further to the troubles of the police. Any person who drinks whiskey at this time to get drunk and wander about the streets of Texarkana is further complicating the works of the police and is placing himself in grave danger of being shot by people whose nerves are on edge from recent murders. Wow, even the liquor store was like, guys, go home, be drunk at home, don't be out here, not going to serve you anymore. Yeah, don't don't go wander around with your whiskey bottle, wandering the streets like a wino. Yeah. So... and police are going to be flooded with calls all the time because any little thing is going to set people off. They're, they're getting calls about like prowlers and all that. And nothing came from any of these. Uh, it's said that they were, by one officer, they were the results of excitement, wild imaginations, and hysteria. <laughs> Question. Yes. Has the theory been proposed that this was a police officer that did this? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. I don't think so. I have I have some potential suspects later. Okay. I, if I recall correctly, I don't believe any of them were police officers. Hmm. So, yeah, police are, and also with every everyone's on edge. They're they're also you know everybody's got guns now. They're ready to go. Yeah. They're feeling a bit trigger happy. Uh, police, when they went up to people's houses, would make sure to announce themselves with their sirens, and would stand illuminated by their headlights when going to somebody's house to make sure like. I am the police. Hey. Check me out. Hey. I am not some prowler. Do not shoot me. That's probably a, a really good idea, actually. Yeah, and uh, a barkeep actually shot a potential customer in the foot. A man just wanted a beer, and he got shot because I, I guess it was too late. I told you not to come to my place after 9.30, bro. And, like, people were even setting up, like, homemade booby traps, like, in their houses and stuff. Uh, some people moved into hotels so that, or stayed with relatives for like a safety in numbers type situation. Mm-hmm. Especially like, you know, if, if their husband was away for a while, like a, a wife or whatever, mm-hmm. would go to a stay at a hotel. Good call. Especially. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked a bit where like, it became a big deal for people that they had to make sure they called before they went over to somebody's house. <laughs> so you don't like, want to knock on the door and be like, yeah, and shoot have like, grandma. Right. And it's also to me funny because it's like, that's what you should do in real life anyway. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare inconvenience me by just coming over. Yeah. Uh, um, hi. Hello. Yeah. We got texting for a reason these you, days. You can't come over here. I'm not, I'm not decent. And on May 10th, there were reports of strange noises from an upstairs room. There was a ruckus. So it's like, oh no. Who's upstairs? It was a racket. It was a cat that was freaking out. <laughs> I was close. Yeah. It was It was just a cat. How got funny. Like, I think it got stuck in a trash can or something. I was like <laughs> flipping or, out. Or like your cat and got a plastic bag trapped around his head. Yes, and, like, and just started sprinting yeah! through the whole house. And uh, also there was one where a man was on somebody's porch, which don't do that. Uh, it, tur- he's, it turns out he was there to escape the rain while waiting for the bus. 
don't but also that. like don't get up on people's porches get off my property right like don't do that um things weren't helped by uh one captain gonzalez in a radio interview where he said that texarkans should oil up their guns and see if they're loaded okay and when asked about advice to quell people's fear he said I'd tell them to check the locks and bolts on their doors and get a double-barreled shotgun to take care of any intruder who tried to get in. Who is this guy? Uh, he was a police officer, basically. Oh. And it's like, hey, man. You're, d- you're chill, not helping. Chill. Tell people to chill. Mm. That's what you need to do. Yeah. So people freaked out thinking that there was another murder that happened. Because they heard a bunch of sirens going off. Oh, okay, okay. So they're like, oh, what's, what happened? Turns out there was sounds from a carnival. <laughs> I don't know why there was a carnival going on at this time, but you know. Just trying to lighten the tension. And on May 11th, a teletype machine, which I think is like a telegram type deal. Oh, okay. Uh, arrived from Austin. And that way it could connect the sheriff's office with other law enforcement agencies so they can further coordinate. They couldn't call them on the telephone? You know, you guys send messages and stuff. That's like old-timey text message. It's instant. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, rum- rumors obviously are flying wild. Like, there's like uh, there's a rumor that the killer had been caught already, and he was being held at the county jail surrounded by Texas Rangers. And another rumor was that he had been flown out to a different jail out of town. Um, so the, the, the newspapers are inundated with calls, just people being like, what's going on? And they they made sure to print in the paper that newspapers will tell the public if he is caught. Like, just leave us alone. Leave me alone. We will tell you. It's like, we'll call you. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. No news is good news. Right. So they get word in in May that there are no fingerprints to be found on that. Their flashlight they found. How is that possible? Gloves. Gloves. I don't know. Yeah. And on Wednesday, May 29th, a color photograph of the flashlight was printed in the Texarkana Gazette to ask for any information. Just Colored? It was a color photograph in 1946. I feel like pretty... It was the first color photograph in the newspaper's history. In in that newspaper's history? Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant in newspaper history. I was like, what? I don't think so, but that would be pretty wild. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, And it's like this black flashlight and like the ends are red. So it's kind of... I don't know if that's how unique that is at that time, but it's... It's still kind of like, hey, British. it should have been like, hey, did you lose your flashlight? Call us and come get it. Yeah. And see we if you... have it here for you. Yeah. It's like, hey, is this, this yours or? Uh... Brit- British people call flashlight torches. They do. They do. Well, little tidbit for you. Yeah. I learned that from Doctor Who, probably. I think I did too. Either Doctor Who or that show Torchwood. Oh, which is awesome. Which is an, an, an ac- acronym? No. I don't think so. What is it when the words with it? When the it's the same letters, but they're of a word, but they're mixed around to spell a different anagram. word. Anagram. Anagram. Torchwood's an anagram for Doctor Who. Oh, okay. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. There I you didn't go. Think about that. Also learned you something there. Yeah. Boom. An acronym is when the letters mean yeah, a thing, yeah. but it specifically has to be like said, like it's like a word, like special weapons and tactics. SWAT. That's an acronym. Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, not an acronym because you don't say it as a word. Instead, it's called an initialism. I just learned something. Guys, this was a mi- 60 seconds of dropping knowledge. Yeah. Okay, continue. So, you know, it's one of those. What? 
where we don't know who done it. Really? Even the, after all this time? After all of that, the, the investigation kind of dries up for the most part. So we have uh, a list of several suspects. Uh, we got a guy named Ewell Sweeney. Don't okay. ask me if I'm... It's spelled Y-O-U-E-L-L. I don't know how you say that. Yule. Ewell Sweeney. Or Yuye. So he is um, the prime suspect considered by, um, the, by Dr. James Presley, who wrote a book called The Phantom Killer, Unlocking the Mystery. Mm-hmm. It was written in like 2014. And his oh. uncle was an investigator on this case. So he, he maybe knew some stuff. Are they from Texarkana? Yeah. Folks? Okay. Yeah. Like his, his uncle, his uncle was one of the investigators for, for this case. And, uh, so he's, he makes the case that he, uh, Sweeney is probably the killer. Um, so on June 28th, there was a stolen car that was found in a parking lot. And so officers just staked it out, waiting to see who would come get it. So it'd be like the criminal, and a 21-year-old woman named Peggy Sweeney was that somebody who uh, showed up and got the car. Mm-hmm. So they, they go and grab her. And uh, she had recently been married in Shreveport, Louisiana. And, but her husband was in Atlanta, Texas, selling a different stolen car. Nice. Uh, and when he was apprehended, though, Mr. Ewell Sweeney, he said that he feared being sentenced to the electric chair. So he lied? He, f- he was afraid he was going to go to the electric chair. Why? Good question. Why would you go to the electric chair for stealing a car? Hmm. Or perhaps he had more. Hmm. He, uh, he did not confess. Uh, his wife did. Uh, she claimed that he was the killer. Ha- what? Okay. Yeah. She, she was like, he did it. He's the, he's the guy. And he was like. A sweet wife. Yeah. He was like, nah, that ain't me. And then she and then she later recanted her confession. Of course she did. And the fingerprints from the Booker Martin case that they found did not match those of Sweeney's. Did they match what's her faces? His wife. I assume not. So and also they determined that Peggy wasn't telling the truth. She was she was a big old liar. Mm. And on the night of the Booker Martin murder specifically, they were sleeping in their car under a bridge in San Antonio. Wow. So a little a little far off. Let's Yep. <laughs> so, uh, another potential is H.B. Duty Tennyson. And, uh... <laughs> what? It was a different time. <laughs> it's it's like, um... How people would use boner to mean, like, a screw-up. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a bonehead or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like, uh, like something... Oh, you, you made such a boner. <laughs> it's like... Like, mm, all right. Don't say that. Y'all chill. Don't say it. And uh, so H.B. Duty Tennyson, he is found November 5th, 1948. He is a University of Arkansas freshman, and he is dead. What? He committed suicide by poisoning with cyanide and mercury. What a terrible way to go. And he actually, he left a note inside of a fountain pen. And the note contained... Inside of a fountain pen? Yes. Like he left a letter that was like a clue as to where that note would be. And they're like, okay, it's in this fountain pen. And then that note contained clues on the combination of a lockbox. And because this isn't a movie, they're like, well, who cares? We can just break this open. We're police. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. So they just they just found it, forced it open. And inside the lockbox was a note uh, where he confessed to being the phantom killer. I don't know. And he said he committed the crimes while his mother was a sleeper out. 
and this is 1948. He's 18 when he kills himself. So he would have been 16, supposedly, I just don't when think he did this. A 16-year-old has the, the, the mind to do that. Also, where do you get the guns? As it's the American South. You can get guns wherever. Mm, okay. So he, he claims he, he did this, and he said that he disassembled the guns and discarded each piece in different places. But like his one of his friends contradicted this claim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that on the night of the Starks attack, for instance, that he that they were together like playing cards and checkers and stuff. So he couldn't have been the one who killed the Starks or hmm. killed Virgil Starks. Yeah. And also his fingerprints didn't match any of the fingerprints they found. And also he he was six three, but he weighed hundred and thirty pounds. Oh, so he's he, a lanky oh lanky my old boy. Gosh, he's skinny. No way he's throwing people around. <laughs> No, I can't imagine a 130-pound person cracking open a skull with anything. No. And there's, there are like a lot of people who claim to be the killer. There's a lot of false confessions in this case. Yeah, um, I can imagine there would be. Yeah. Um, one Another interesting potential person was a German POW who escaped from the area and was a potential suspect. Hmm. And a man matching his description was picked up on the side of the road and he pulled a pistol on the driver. And when he did so, he told the driver not to pull anything or he would kill him just like the five people he killed in Texarkana, including mentioning Booker and Martin by name. A similar man uh, was seen later and he was accused of being a uh, peeping Tom. Mm. See, that's that's where it all starts. Yeah, um, but he ended up getting away. And that German, and we don't know if that was necessarily the German POW mm-hmm. that, that was there. Uh, but regardless, that German POW vanished. They never found him. Weird. Yeah. And in May, on May, May 10th in Atoka, Oklahoma, a man approached a woman's house and asked her for turpentine, money, and food. And the woman's like, I can't spare any of those things. What's turpentine? I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's like I think it's like an antiseptic. Or something, yeah. I don't know. I was I was hoping to breeze past it without okay. anybody calling into Sorry. question whether I knew something. Sorry. That's you how done, I do, you that's how I do so a lot well. of things. It's like when I write things, it's like, should I put a semicolon here? I don't know. So I'm going to rewrite it so I know that that won't happen. I've done that before too. But yeah, so she's like, I, I can't spare those things. And he grabs her by the hair, what? threatens to rape her, <gasps> and said he may as well kill her since he had already killed four other people. Like pulled a knife on her and everything. Okay. And then he heard the sound of a horse galloping nearby, and so he got spooked and ran off. Uh, later, um, the suspect is apprehended, but they they look into his story and where he's been, all that, and they determine he he wasn't in the area at the time. Couldn't have been him. Hmm. Then another one, one uh, Ralph B. Bauman, he went to the Los Angeles Examiner in Los Angeles. Yes. Oh, what? Yep. He tells a reporter that he has information on a murder. And he said, if you give me five bucks mm-hmm. and an hour head start, I'm going to give you this information in a sealed envelope. Five bucks? Yeah, it's 1946 or whatever. That's $15. It could be. I don't know. Uh, it could be $50. I, I don't know. Um, so in the letter, he claims to have followed a couple home and murdered them after like he saw them at a movie theater and he'd been a he had actually fought in world war ii he was a machine gunner mm-hmm. on a fight on a bomber 
and he was arrested because the reporter was like, hey, please check this out. And they find him at a shooting gallery where he was found hitting bullseyes with a twenty-two caliber rifle. He knows. Um, so he's, he's maybe a crazy person though. <laughs> he thought he was the phantom or that he might be the phantom. He said that he, he basically, he says, I've been in a coma running from something, maybe murder. I want to clear it up. If I didn't kill five people in Texarkana, I want to settle down and be a stuntman in Hollywood. I'm happiest when I'm living in danger. What? So he's like a crazy person. It seems like who's like, I don't know. I guess I don't know what I've been doing. Maybe I just woke up from a coma, sort Ooh. of. And uh, I'm a ghost. He he was he had actually been discharged from the military for being uh, what it says psychoneurotic, hmm. and uh, the police were like, he's clearly a mental case. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no facts backing up his claim that he may have been the phantom. <laughs> well, good. And then you have another one where. A man in Shreveport, he, uh, he's hanging out at a bar, and he's talking to somebody, and he confesses to being the Phantom in exchange for a fifth of whiskey. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call BS on that one. And uh, the man he confessed to turned out to be a reporter, and so he, uh, he got that guy arrested. And Shreveport notified uh, an officer in Texarkana named Tillman Johnson, and Johnson arrives to Shreveport. He's like, he recognizes this guy. He's, he's like, like, you got me. <laughs> he's like, you know you didn't kill those people. What did you go and do this for? I'm sure he's pissed. He's like, I drove from Texas, Canada to Shreveport. Oh, I don't know how long that is, but that's, that's definitely long enough. It's 1950s miles. It's 10 hours. Yeah, especially like that long ago. <laughs> and so he's just like, why did you do this? And the drunkard replies, well, hell, I got a fifth of whiskey out of it. Dang. <laughs> like, yeah, good point, guy. He was like, YOLO. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so that's another one where it's just like, nope. And, um, yeah, there's a, an officer named Max Tackett, and he recalled at least nine people confessing to the crimes. Wow. And none of them could have possibly done it. How annoying for the police. Because and, and the also why? They're not right. Or they want the notoriety. It, I mean... Something is something is not connecting in the brain area. And it's just like these officers, they have to investigate these claims that you're the killer. And that's time and money that they have to spend on this person. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's, and it's so gotta be so frustrating. I'm sure like yes. after the first one, they're like, oh, we did it. And they're like, oh wait, no. And then after like the third one, they're like, sure you did, buddy. Yeah. Sure you did. Yeah. So did these four guys over here. Would have been a perfect time if you were the killer to confess. Yeah. Like, I done did it. Like, walk up with a fifth of whiskey in your hand. Like, I did it, officers. Mm-hmm. It's me. All along. Mm-hmm. You never you never saw a wino bob. You never saw it coming. Wino bob. That's how I get you. Right. This is actually soda. Ha I'm just acting junk. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, yeah. And Tackett, he says, um, you keep yourself two or three pertinent facts to protect yourself from crackpots. Hmm. As in... You don't share everything right, right. in the newspapers. They never do. Yeah. And, and you don't want to because that's how you, you keep it. You give it from, away. If yeah. You do. Yeah. And so, thus concludes no. the Texarkana Moonlight Murders. There is no end. <gasps> Sometimes the but, villains win. But I wonder if they got any kind of 
I wonder if they had the foresight to collect any kind of blood or DNA evidence or, you know, now if they could go back with, if any of the evidence is still there, they can collect touch evidence because... I don't know, but I mean, one of the big issues is like, you degradation. Know, I don't, and also I don't know that the killer left any, anything worthwhile DNA wise because he wasn't getting bloodied up. Right. But still he raped two victims. So... Or assaulted just you. one. He assaulted her. Um, yeah, I don't, it, I don't know. But any, but they now have touch DNA. Even if he didn't have like any good fingerprints, then it, it doesn't like even the cells. You know the his skin cells. Him from touching that flashlight, they can collect. Maybe. I mean, it's been what sixty years. I'm not gonna more know. like eighty. I think. No way. Almost. Yeah, seventy four years. Listen, I'm really, I still think it's 2000. I know. I have to like, <laughs> I have to be like, okay, 46. I'm like, 46. Okay. That was uh, 44 years ago or 54 years ago. Yeah. Had 20. Okay. So it was like 70 something. Okay. 74. All right. So um, didn't do good on that one. Okay. But I mean, that's, that's old, old, old stuff, but maybe not impossible, you know, especially with how elite and how detailed it's becoming it's just it's just it's the age the age of justice i believe is what they you know the other podcast call or whatever so it's just exciting i mean it's it's very unsatisfying that it's not resolved but maybe just maybe it can be because you know joseph d'angelo was like i'm getting away with all these murders i'm getting away with these rapes ha 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 i'm the golden state killer what's up brah and they're like nah brah i got you so just uh, to ask, what, who put the DNA in? Was it like his... It was, it was a family. Yes, it was a... Do we know how they were related? I don't. I I did... If you go back and listen to... Um, it's the Golden State Killer book by Mac, Michelle McNamara. It was really, really good. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I just blanked. Anyway... It talks about it talks about all sorts of stuff in there. It's really it's really really good. I just hate uh, Michelle. You know she worked. Michelle McNamara worked so hard and never got to see you know him be caught or him identified because she she passed away. But anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah, there's. I'll be gone in the dark. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So there's no no resolution, unfortunately, on that <sighs> one. But also, it's very spooky. It is just the because the you got idea. The lovers' lanes. Some do, which is very zodiac-like, which is why I was asking. There, there are some thoughts that um, that could. original, especially the original assault, is like where the hook hand man who comes after the kids at lovers' lane, uh-huh. the urban myth of that comes from potentially. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but I don't know if that's necessarily true. So nobody, there's no correlation. Nobody's thought about. Um, did you read anything about comparisons between zodiac and and no, I never saw anything like that. Because that was what the Zodiac's thing was. He went up to Lover's Lane people, I think. Mm. Don't quote me on it. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that is what happened. And also there's the possibility that it was different people at certain yes. times. Because it did seem, you know, some of them, it did seem different. It, it changed, you know? Yeah. Mm. I mean, granted, the first time he did have a pistol with him. So he may have still... It, I would think those first three, they mm-hmm. seem the most likely to be connected. Yeah. That last one is a little different yeah. in a way that makes you wonder if it if it was the same. Right. Or somebody just looking to, I don't know, 
be awful. <laughs> right. So, um, I mentioned that movie, The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Yeah. It was made in the 70s. Okay. There was a remake in like 2014 or 16, something like that. I haven't seen that one. Okay. Um, so, I tried to watch it recently. It's on, it is available on Amazon Prime if anybody wants to go watch that. Mm-hmm. I, I watched most of it. Uh, I got basically to last 20 or so minutes and then my Wi-Fi died. And it died for a very long time to where I couldn't get around to watching it again in time. Wow. But uh, it's pretty good. It was an independent film, too. Was it pretty accurate? It was a lot more accurate than I would have supposed it would be. Oh, really? Yeah. They change all the names up. um, Yeah. And obviously, you're playing fast and loose with some stuff. especially Hollywood, so. Well, especially like the two sets of double murders. You're not going to have any information really like on what happened. Mm-hmm. There's a really kind of goofy scene where like he's he's hitting a girl with a, a tuba or not a tuba, trombone, <laughs> like the slide thing. Like he <laughs> like pushes at her. It's kind of that part. Wacky. That part I was like, what are you doing? Mm. Like everything else has been like pretty good, pretty raw. But like it even like it even has the uh, I basically I got up to the part with the final killing and uh katie stark's running away whatever her name was in the movie yeah and getting away and surviving uh that's about where it died on me Hmm. so i don't know how they resolve anything there's actually a part where they mentioned somebody in shreveport so i'm like i wonder if they go see the wino there (laughs) um yeah it's actually it's actually more accurate than i would have guessed well you have to finish that one and then watch the 2000 one yeah it's not a, it's not that one's not a, uh available on prime though i'd have to pay money i ain't doing that yeah. especially because i don't think it reviewed very well oh okay well never mind and that one i think is probably like less accurate yeah um another thing uh we got uh some ins- more insight on the cobites yeah that was really interesting uh somebody found us uh, probably on accident um and sort of on accident on our part too because they said they found us through youtube and i had forgotten i hit the button <laughs> oh yeah to subscribe yeah we're on youtube we're now. on youtube now um i need to go back and add back episodes but um if you want to find our youtube channel obviously you can search uh probably ptd pod or something like that we're paying the town dead mm-hmm. i need to find like the actual actual proper link at some point but honestly if you search cobites literally the first thing that's going to come up because i'm betting our listener holly uh that's her name mm-hmm. i'm betting she searched for cobites on youtube trying to find see if anybody had done anything and we were the first and only thing that came up. <laughs> so there you go. Because when I searched it, it was us and then like something about wings. Like, like wings, chicken wing stop wings or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like people eating chicken. I'm like, oh, what? I don't know what that has to do with anything. So anyway, she's uh, right. She's working on a book about them, essentially. Uh, she says that her granny's grandfather was uh, Dover from mm-hmm. the story mm-hmm. from last week. You can go back to last week if you want to hear all the story about the, about the cobites. It's the first thing we do. I believe, yes. And then we do Garden Light. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she even like went to where they were originally located. Mm-hmm. And she says she's like somebody's lawn right now. <laughs> Which is kind of like disappointing. You know, you'd love to be able to see, you know. Yeah. It's not surprising though. No, I guess not. It's kind of like, it's near Cersei and I go there pretty often. Yeah. So I kind of want to find out where it is so I can just go look at that person's lawn. Yeah. And not be too weird about it. Really? Like, can I stare at your lawn? I want to look around. I want to see if there's a tree stump where they chopped off that dude's head. Ew. And they'll be like, you need to leave. Sir, sir, <laughs> sir, leave. You need to leave right away. Um, so, yeah, that's this little little something. 
I thought was really interesting. A uh, shout out to Holly there. Yeah, thanks, Holly. Yeah, you're the literally the only other person I've ever heard of in the world who has heard of these people. And before she said, I she said the, the same thing about yeah. us too. Like so. even my dad was like, I was, he asked me what I was doing this weekend or last week. I was like, the cobites, and he's like, I don't know what that is. It's so funny. Like the directions she gave were really funny. It, I'm, I'm looking at it now because she was telling Andrew how to get there. It says if you know where Gum Springs Church is, there's a wooden sign that says half mile, and there's a cemetery there. You go down about a mile and a half, and it's on the left. There's a creek running along the edge of the property. They call it Cobite Creek. <laughs> that's just such an Arkansas. I love it. It's just so. I wonder if they if people know, you know why it's called that too. Why it's called Cobite Creek? Yeah, I wonder if they know. That'd be interesting. I wonder if there's some Could go interview people. Yeah, older generations especially, or even people like people that live around Cobite Creek. At yeah. Least. Well, and the thing is, the Cobites were only around for less than Very a year, short so time. It was, the impact they had on the area was kind of limited. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh all I have for those specific things. Um. I guess. Do you have anything you want to talk about? I wrote a couple things down. Okay. Do you need to think about real quick? I'm going to mention Disney Plus stole my idea. What they did the thing where they made a playlist of just Simpsons Treehouse of Horror <gasps> episodes. You just a playlist. You Andrew, you trademarked it before it was on there. Go look at the dates. I I know for a fact it. They put it up there at, after uh, the podcast where I mentioned it. You trademarked so, it here. So you they clearly they heard the episode and were like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. So Disney listens to us. Disney Plus. That's right. To paint the town. Give me a press account so I don't have to pay money. <laughs> yeah, really. It's only like six dollars a month. Yeah, it's not that. Oh bad. well. Um, I don't really have anything specific really going on. I'm just overwhelmed with school. Was all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have any creepy ghost stories this week, which is really no. sad because this is the last spooky episode. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Do you, uh, have you watched anything spooky? Oh, you watched that, what was it? Love and Monsters? Yeah, you want to talk about that? It was, um, it was, it was not really scary. It was, it was kind of cute and funny. Was it, was it, did it have like spooky atmosphere? Like, even like kids style spooky atmosphere? Um, it was kind of kitschy spooky. Okay. It it was like, uh, I think John described it as zombie land meets something, I don't know. But it's like nuclear stuff has happened and all these cold-blooded animals are like now huge and insects different insects too are like huge and can hurt you but and so everybody's gone underground and it's called love and monsters i think so love is, and monsters. is it a live action film yeah is it was it on netflix or something no you had to buy it's it's so this was kind of i think the new precedence um precedent it's oh it's, it's one of it's one of those it's a it's a new movie it's a newly made movie but instead of being released in theaters it was just released straight to your homes but you have to pay for it i mean it's like 20 bucks or something but right which if you have like a family with you that's like that's a deal yeah i mean yeah even so, if it's two people actually that's pretty much like solid yeah it was it wasn't quite twenty dollars uh, i actually think it was around twenty dollars but it was um it wasn't bad i was kind of you know I, listen i like going to the movie theater a lot of people don't listen i like going to one movie theater it's in little rock it's the breckenridge theater because they literally have like lazy boys 
Yes, they do. Um, that actually like recline back and there's so much space and they're soft, comfy, leather, lazy boys. Do, is that one of the ones that has the beer? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I know the one in, if it's still there, which considering things they, these days, maybe it isn't. The one in Riverdale uh, was a real crap theater Yeah, and they renovated uh-huh. it a bunch and they're like, you can buy a tiny thing of beer and also it's little like recliners. Also, I found the screen was like not bright enough or something well whatever movie i saw there was weird Hmm. anyway um yeah i'm anti i I don't theater for the most part i don't like most movie theaters i only like this one because there's so much room and it's so comfy and you have to like you can reserve your seats ahead of time that's what i like because you can show up right when the movie starts and you're good to go but I haven't been to a movie in a really long time. Yeah. Did you do the Milan when that came out? No, because it's going to come out on Disney Plus in December, I think. So, oh, okay. So I, I was just like, I, I'll wait. Plus, I'm, I didn't hear a lot of great things about it. No. Well, I told you it didn't look very good. Well, you don't look very good. And that's how I would know. <laughs> I look in a mirror every day every day to practice. I and I go, know. I'm like, this is not good and this is why. And now I can apply that to everything else. <laughs> At least you're smart. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, um, I'm I'm reading. Uh, well, I'm listening because you know me in audiobooks. I'm listening because you can't read. Yeah, I'm I'm illiterate. Um, I'm listening to a really good series right now, which I'm probably on the bus a little bit late. Oh, you still listen to uh, Dark Materials or whatever it's called? Yeah, did I talk about that last week? Uh, yeah, you'd started reading, listening to Golden Compass. Yeah, now I it's believe that's the first one, The Subtle Blade, and my credits. That was my credit for this month, so I have to wait till next month. Around this time next month to re- to listen to the third one. Or to look at, uh, see if the library has it. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's how I listened to that one thing I listened to that one time, oh, the Star Wars book. Alyssa told me about that, too. I just have to figure out how to do it. I tried it one time, and it wouldn't let me set it up, but... I mean, you do you need a library card? Do you I have, have a one library of those? card. And then your library needs to be they're you know, part set of up it. to do that. They're the, okay. one, they're the one who gave me the little card, and we're like, do our free audiobooks or whatever. Okay. But it's, uh, I'm sure they have it. So far, it's really, really, really good. And I really like it. Because, you know, to me, nothing beats Harry Potter as far as book series goes. That's number one. And nothing beats J.K. Rowling as a person. We're not talking about about J.K. Rowling. We're talking about Harry Potter. And nothing. Yeah, get out of here, Joe. (laughs) Nothing beats, nothing beats Harry Potter. So, I mean, I have, I can't tell you how many times I've listened to, read, seen, I mean, all venues, been to. A Harry Potter thing? Yeah. I, yeah, I still haven't read those. I read the first two. Or, yeah, two. Why are we friends? I don't know. Me neither. Why is anybody my friend? I don't know. It's probably why I don't have very many. Anyway, (laughs) um, so I watched some of that Two Sentence Horror Stories show that I was talking about. Yeah. Have you, have you watched it? No. Yeah, maybe don't. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 okay. It's like any other anthology series where it's like some episodes are good, some are real rotten, and some are kind of okay. Uh, it's kind of like sketch shows. Yeah. Where it's like, well, that sketch was really good. That sketch was bad. Mm-hmm. Similar deal. Um, they clearly had zero budget for this show. <laughs> that good, huh? Uh, yeah, because there's a there's one episode where. Um, you know how in spooky stuff, a lot of times a person will be like thrown backwards or something? Yeah. There's a part where like a ghost is yelled at by another person and it like expels the ghost out of a room. And instead of looking like a uh, setup where like they had wires and like yanked them back, it really looks like the guy just ran backwards. 
<laughs> I'm just, just like just throw yourself backwards really hard. It'll be convincing. Just, just shuffle backwards real quick. And, and it's nobody gonna look will know. like it's gonna be look like you're just getting shoved back. So that was really bad. But that was a decent episode actually. Uh, overall, <laughs> uh, there's also you know hor- I think horror might be one of the hardest things to do effectively without yeah. it being like hilarious. Uh, but we, like wish upon. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't horror. That was it, just it funny. tried to be. It was just funny. Uh, like one of the ending episodes, well, there's like a reveal at the end of one of the episodes, and I was just like, Pah! like I laughed out loud. <laughs> I just couldn't help it. I'll tell uh, you what movie I didn't laugh at though. Uh, Hereditary. You know this. We'll get to it. Oh, okay, we're gonna talk about it. We'll talk a little bit, maybe. Okay. Um, once once I finish talking about this, we'll oh, do okay. uh, we'll we'll talk about like recommendations of spooky stuff to listen to as we close out spooky season. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's a, there's also the thing they do it in like every episode. It seems like where the evil villain or horror monster does the little head tilt thing. Yeah, it's like stop. Yeah, you've done it too many times. Yeah, like I, it's it's overdone. It's ridiculous and dumb. Stop it. Yeah. Um, there's an episode about a beauty YouTuber, and at first I was ready to really, 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 really hate it, and then I only like. I thought it was kind of goofy mm-hmm. um, because it the way it's done makes no sense. But then at the end, it sort of makes some amount of sense, actually. Okay. But still doesn't make any sense. But so uh, and there's also the episode where like somebody, I don't remember why I wrote this, but it says episode uses person Googling their problem, which is dumb. And I don't remember why that was dumb, but I'm sure it was like, what do I do about this ghost? And then they find <laughs> the exact thing that they need on freaking Google. Like hey, that would ever happen. I don't know. I find a lot of no, stuff on Google. No, on don't, stuff. Don't you want to know how I do my job every day? Yeah, that's what I hear about you. It's Google. So, uh, I guess uh, we'll we'll get to the spooky recommendations. First uh, off, first I do off. need to talk about one other oh, okay. thing. Actually, two other things. Okay. Unsolved Mysteries Season 2 on Netflix now. Okay. Excellent. You watched the first one, right? Nope. You didn't? Nope. Do they have a ghost one on this one or something since it's October? No, but it's, it's you know, it's 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 unsolved mysteries. It's mostly, you know, the cliffhanger, like, unsolved murders and things. And it, But it's, it's, like, weird scenarios. Like, it's, like, that's so bizarre. The government's definitely involved. Like, it's weird. Uh, in the first season, there's an alien episode. I skipped it. I didn't watch it. And we've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, and, but... Alyssa watched she already binged second season and said there's no there's no aliens no spookies or no aliens yeah like that. yeah I don't know if there's ghost stuff but there's no aliens that's all I care about um so I'm really I've only watched the first episode it was good she said it overall not as great as the first season but I think it's probably still gonna be really good also just to let you know there's not a third season of haunting of but there is a new season with the same director and producer. So I don't know if it's like still part of the anthology of the haunting series. Like are they going to bring back those same people? There are a bunch of the same actors. Yes. Um, but it's called midnight mass and I'm stoked. Mm. I don't know anything about it. They just mentioned all it is, is they just talked about that. It's going to be produced. It's a thing. And these actors are going to be in it. So there's a good, there's a good blend of first and second season actors. Okay. So that's something to look forward to. Yes. Um, so real quick, spooky recommendations. I assume you don't have any spooky podcasts. 
Lore. I, lore. I have that on my list. I love that. I watch, I listen I'll let to you, every... I'll let you do a rundown of Lore, because I only lore. have two on the list. Oh, okay. Lore. Alan, Alan Mankey is the host of Lore. Which is a hilarious name. Why is it, why is it hilarious? Mankey makes me think of the Pokemon that is named Mankey. Oh, I didn't know It's this. an angry monkey. <laughs> uh, it evolves into Prime Ape. N- very good. Very good. Um, but Alan Mankey does not. No. And he's he's... <laughs> He's pretty good. Have you ever watched yeah. the show? On I watched Amazon? the first the first episode. I couldn't get into it. How about you? Yeah, same. Okay. I just prefer the podcast. Yeah, I love the podcast. And it's like he talks about just different legends and things across the world and different stories across the world and how they have their base in reality. Or do they? Or is it actually spooky stuff? So that's a really good um, show to listen to at any time of year, but especially right now with the spooky, sometimes I have to pause it and listen to something else for a minute when I'm like home alone, getting ready for bed or yeah. something. And I'm like, I'm just going to listen to something a little more lighthearted. And you're just like looking at your open windows and you're like, I don't oh, no. have open windows at night. You're just like, Oh no, this is how it happened shut to those people. Up, shut up. Um, so actually somewhat similar to lore because I heard of lore through this podcast, oh, the right. black tapes, which yeah, I've talked yeah. about before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm still listening to that again. Uh, they talk about stuff like there's like the legend of the unsound, which is like a thing where you hear and you you die in a year after you hear it, and, and it creates a portal for Lucifer to come to Earth. What the? And also the story, pretty the, one of my favorites. It's also where I learned about Baba Yaga, and um, it's the one with the house with the chicken feet that moves around <laughs> there's more to it but anyway that's like the thing people know about baba yaga okay it's from like eastern european lore i think um there's the one about like the ghost story where uh a person is wearing somebody else's face upside down uh, it's like really creepy uh, sounding yeah um also from the same people who did black tapes they have a show called tanis spelled t-a-n-i-s I think like the I think the last season was like Stitcher Premium exclusive or something, so I haven't oh, listened to it. Okay, yeah. And they also have a side podcast to that that was really short called The Last Movie, which I think is more spooky fitting, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, I did hear about lore through black tapes because there was an episode where like the people talk to each other, Aaron Mankey and uh, Alex Regan. Oh, really? Name. Yeah cool like she's in character and he's just like himself yeah yeah it's kind of fun he, he he's just he's just the narrator he's just right and like they're basically like interviewing each other like having a conversation about like ghosty stuff and cool like how they feel about it i'm trying to think of like some examples of like ghost like the light like a light on a train track there's like a lore story and he's a good storyteller yes like he tells stories and there's like the, like bloody mary he does like the urban legend of bloody mary but it's like a story and it's like how it got there and it's like, so it explains it, makes it rational. Or is it? Or is it just supernatural? Yeah, that's what the interesting part. Because it's like, uh, he talks about the legends that come up around these stories. And right, like what the potential it. logical explanation of it yes. is. Like, maybe it wasn't a vampire. Maybe it was like, maybe they were not actually dead when you buried them. And yeah. that's why there's claw marks that's on like, the that's like top the, of the coffin. That's like one of the first episodes, I think. And it's like, like... This is why it actually happened, and then potentially, anyway. yeah, or did it? Or did it? Um, so yeah, that's all I know about podcasts of that sort mm-hmm. of nature. Mm-hmm. So look up Pacific Northwest Stories. They did like they're the ones who did Tannis Last Movie Black Tapes. Oh, okay, okay. They did another one called Rabbits. I didn't think it was very good. Mm. Um, about TV shows, 
there's obviously you love haunting of hill house love it bly manor was me it was pretty good if you're gonna watch spooky that that's a thing to watch in spooky and you don't have to watch you don't have to watch hill house to get bly manor yeah watch them independently or you can just watch hill house if you haven't because it sounds like it's better and i know it's good yeah andrew andrew watched it i made him watch it and he enjoyed it um i would also say that one i mentioned that's on netflix that nobody else has ever heard of the kirlian frequency oh yeah that's an animated one i was talking about it's pretty good and you can knock it out it's literally 50 minutes for every single episode Mm. altogether it's Mm. it's it's a short short yeah you can just knock that one out in a day uh, which is what i did again not that long ago last week or whenever i was talking about it yeah um another show i used to watch especially in october was walking dead it's a good spooky show yeah it's also it is best watched binging through it on like netflix because uh so the first season is brilliant yeah it's fantastic I watched it's the also first short season. it's like six or seven episodes or something i, I think i watched remember. the first and second season and then that was it so the second season meanders about a bit they're hanging out on this farm doing nothing most of the time yeah which is infuriating if you're watching week to week but if you're just watching like straight through not that bad okay okay and also i didn't my theory i don't know how it holds up but my theory based on watching i've only watched the first four seasons of walking dead Mm -hmm. my theory is odd number good even number bad (laughs) because like odd number we have ideas even number we have to make the ideas like season one really good season two meanders about season three really good that's the season with the governor and all that oh yeah yeah yeah. it's for that one's really good season four i remember being like uh it's kind of meandering about again mm-hmm. and i didn't really get to watch season five and i still haven't so i couldn't tell you how that all goes um did you ever watch american horror story yes okay well why don't you talk about it a little bit i liked i didn't watch all of it now i have to remember what what seasons because I, I haven't watched any of it really uh murder house first season is like still i think the best one i've watched um i didn't watch a i watched part of asylum um i still need to watch ratchet um sarah paulson who you don't know but you really do but you don't i don't though um my, i think my sister's watching that which one ratchet yeah you should watch it um so what'd you think uh the only thing i know about american horror story is that everybody hated election year because it was really hokey and bad and i think it was more like a purgy type thing election year yeah that, i think that was the one that nobody likes I think it was it called election year. Yeah, I think it was called election year or something like to, that. I'm looking back. I can't even remember the the names of the seasons. I have to go back. Roanoke is one of them. I watched Murder House, which is really good. I watched part of Asylum. I liked Coven a lot. That was the which one? Um, Freak Show. I watched most of. But I didn't finish it. It was it was pretty good. Hotel. I watched part of Roanoke. I watched all of which was. Eh. Which one is the one where they're like filming themselves a bunch? Is that Roanoke or is that a different one? I think that's Roanoke. Okay. Um, Apocalypse was kind of weird. And I haven't watched 1984. Cult as well. I don't, I haven't watched Cult or 1984. Yeah. So I'm kind of on and off with it. But for me, still Murder House was, was the best one. And you're looking at the list right now. Mm-hmm. Is election year a real one? Did no, I, no. I think you you're sure? thinking of Cult because that was after the election year, our election year. Hold on, I'm going to try and figure out what I'm even talking about. I think you're thinking of cult. It could be. I swear it was called like election year or something. But it had to it had to do with an election. Cult has to do with an election. And that might be it. Hmm. I was like, I don't remember one called election year. 
Let's see. I'm yeah, okay. Yeah, it says, Set in 2017, the fictional town of Brookfield Heights, Michigan, is left divided in the wake of Donald Trump's election as president. Yeah. Okay. So, I mainly, I heard about that one mm-hmm. because uh, people I knew thought it was hilariously bad. Oh, yeah. At least like the first episode. I, I didn't. I watched the first episode and I don't think I watched any more after it. So. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's any other TV shows that would be Spookies related. I just, you know, I don't do a lot of Spooky, surprisingly, but yeah. I'm telling you, I everybody I talk to about Spooky anything, you have to watch Haunting of Hill House because it's not even like, I mean, we've talked about this so many, t- I've talked about this so many times. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's about... Yeah, sure, there's a little bit of spooky stuff. But when you get to that last episode, man, it hits you. <laughs> it gets you so hard. I mean, it's very good. And there's like some really good reveals, which one of them yes. I was like, I, I kind of called it, but I was still yeah. like, I felt satisfied seeing it. Yes. I can say what it is. Cause that would be like I, I would like huge, people to see. That would be a huge spoiler. Do not say. It's the part where it turns out they're all vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and they sparkle. Yeah. It's like that episode of from Treehouse of Horror where it turns out they're all vampires. Oh. Mr. Burns wasn't the head vampire there. It was Marge or whatever. Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I haven't even watched that playlist on Disney Plus because I've been watching regular Simpsons so much that I'm running through those episodes anyway. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, right. Stranger Things. That's it. I'm looking at my Netflix right now. Yeah, Stranger Things. At least season one. Yeah. I was blah on season two and I haven't even watched season three. Yeah. Mindhunter. um, The first season. (laughs) Excuse oh, me, that was a hiccup. <laughs> Sorry. The first season was good. I watched the first two episodes of the second season, and that's as far as I got. Mm. But man, the first season was so good. And sadly, it's canceled. Mindhunter is? Yeah, they're not doing it anymore. It's because the second season was terrible. I'm just kidding. It wasn't Maybe. terrible. I just, it, I you gotta. I think also it was a really expensive show to make. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Making a Murderer, I see that. I've never watched it. That's not very spooky, but it is true crime. Yeah. And it's something that was very big in true crime yes. for like a good while. Yes. I still need to watch it. People are like astounded that I haven't watched it. Um, You watched Dark, didn't you? I've watched the first season. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen the second or third, I, so I couldn't tell you too much. It's not super spooky. Uh, it's, it is a dark show, but it is more of a sci-fi, high concept type deal. Oh, okay. Uh, but still grounded in a way. It takes place in Germany. Oh. And yes, it's just dubbed. Yeah. So the reason I haven't watched it in part is because the dubbing was really weird and bad and threw me off. Mm-hmm. So I watched it subtitled. Mm-hmm. I have to be in a mood. <laughs> you have to I have watch to be, it. I have to be focused to do that. Yeah. So I just like never have been in the mood again to yeah. do that. Um, I'm, I'm literally just looking at my Netflix and, and, and looking at stuff. The Keepers is not necessarily a spooky thing. But it has like Catholic Church, which can get, which can get really spooky really fast. Um, but it's about a nun who was murdered, and she was very beloved. And anyways, it's very it's very creepy, and the and you have to watch it. You have to watch it. I don't want to get. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Um, There's that Buzzfeed Supernatural show, whatever it's called. I want and that YouTuber girl that does the makeup videos and talks about murder she's funny i i watch it and does she do murders she talks about okay while she does her makeup and it's she does really good makeup. maybe that's a spoiler for that episode of two sentence horror stories i watched oh no <laughs> it's a dumb episode though oh no they're all kind of yeah. 
Um, uh, what else you got? Uh, movies. Oh, so wow. I've got on my list um, The Witch. The which, Witch, yeah, which we've talked about. Which you've only sort of seen. I've seen all of it. You saw... One and a half You times. saw half of it. Then like six months later, you saw the second half, and you definitely skipped some of it when you watched that second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that movie's really good. I recommend it a lot. There's a... Uh, uh, Hocus Pocus is one you've mentioned. I love Hocus Pocus. That, that seems more like a fun, spooky. It it is. It's 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 not really scary at all. And then, um, it. Did you see the new It's? I saw the new It's. Okay. How did you feel about those? They were pretty spooky. Pretty spooky. But actually, fairly enjoyable movies because you know I like Stephen King. I think he's a great storyteller. So, you know, those are. I don't know about the second It, but definitely the first It's. As you know, a Stephen King story. So, um, it's all one big gigantic book. Oh, is it? That's why it's split up into two. Gotcha. And it still, I think, leaves out a zillion things. Well, it was really good. And I really liked the cast in both of the seasons. Uh, I thought it was really good, especially the adult cast for the kids in second, I said season, second movie. You know what I meant. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Nightmare Before Christmas. I love it because it's appropriate twice to, for two holidays a year. So does it take place during Christmas Have or during Halloween? Have you never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? No. So does it take place during or Halloween or during Christmas? It seems like it's a Christmas thing. What is my face right now? Um, normal. Shut up. No, it's your normal not. face. <laughs> no, it isn't. You should work on that. <laughs> <laughs> it takes place... So Jack Skellington is the main character and he is the pumpkin king. He lives in like Halloween town and and he just feels like he's lacking a purpose because he just, you know, he's been this spooky king. He's the king of Halloween and he's so frightening and everybody loves him, but he, he feels kind of out of place. He feels a little lost till he stumbles. Uh, he finds his way into the woods and stumbles upon a hidden forest grove that holds all of the holidays. There's Thanksgiving and Easter and all that. And if you go through these tree, you open this door, you go through this like magic tree or whatever, you go into the land and he falls into Christmas town and he is enamored with the idea of Christmas and he wants to bring it back to Halloween town. So he brings it back, but it doesn't go quite as he anticipates. Um, so some other things happen and, you know, Because like Halloween series. town is full of witches or whatever. And goblins and ghouls and zombies and all sorts of stuff, you know, spooky things. So it doesn't go quite as intended. So, you know, because Christmas is supposed to be for Christmas. And, and also there would be no conflict for the movie. Exactly. So it's appropriate at Halloween and it's also appropriate at Christmas. Okay. So, and I watch it Halloween and Christmas. So it doesn't necessarily take place during Christmas or during Halloween. It's it takes just, place it's during both. Okay. So it's just like, it's kind of out of time in a way. No. Nope. How did it take place during both? Because Halloween happened, some time passed, and then Christmas happened. Okay. Or did it? I gotcha. Um, another one, Wish Upon. Everybody watch that. Oh, so it's garbage. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's supposed to be scary. But when we watched it, I asked Andrew Hattina, I said, is this, some, is this a comedy? And he was like, no, it's supposed <laughs> to be horror. It's supposed to be scary, and it is not it at is all. It is not it's, scary. It's highly worth watching, though. Yeah. I Last I saw it was on Amazon Prime. Uh, another, if you want to watch an actual scary movie, Hereditary. Dude, I don't even want to, like, Andrew, we were talking the other day. He was like, 
what are some good recommendations scary movies i was like we can always talk about hereditary and i sent him like a tear face (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's so freaky it's it's number like i told him it was like it was like a like a list of what's the scariest movies you've ever seen Um, that was number one for me yeah that one's uh it's pretty intense uh, so if you want to watch a, an actual like intense scary make sure you have a friend <laughs> make sure you have some xanax make sure or if you don't have that at least a glass of wine you know get you get you some dogs next to you to cuddle with i mean just have all the warm fuzzy things around you to help shake off the awful chill of such a uh, movie that, that yeah that's a, that's a good description of what that movie is like it's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty good i uh, for what it is I've, i don't think i want to watch it again no but <laughs> no but, i would yeah. watch i would watch the vavitch a thousand yes. times again before which i've I watched watch. that twice so i mean yeah i would watch it a bunch more times again before i watched and in fact the witch is like it's a good movie it's a rewarding movie to see a second time because you see where things are going in a way oh yeah yeah perhaps so i i think that'll wrap that'll us up wrap up the spookies yeah this uh, has been a fun spooky season andrew yeah sad to see it going away not till we stuff our our face holes with chocolate yeah we've got i mean technically till what saturday is that when it is saturday's halloween yeah so you got until then and also fun fact you can just watch or read spooky things just whenever yeah especially haunting of hill house number one here there's there's actually no rule about seeing things in october hereditary did not see that in october nope saw um, it saw it during so, lockdown though so that's you can do whatever you want whatever uh, you are your own person and you can do whatever you want exactly yeah yeah it's not like you know lore he puts out episodes Weekly. all the time yeah it's not a, i listen to it every week yeah he doesn't just put it out in october and then go away he puts out 52 episodes in october and says good luck it gives it gives him time to work on them for a while speaking, really speaking of 52 <laughs> this is the really- dc comics thing 52 no where booster gold becomes a big deal no oh. this is really embarrassing just to wrap up just oh more embarrassing than the comic book thing i just said well i was trying to do math today to i was trying to calculate like my my oh, yearly no. salary or whatever are you about to like don't out your salary <laughs> don't i'm not but i was like it's gauche i was like this times this time this times 40 times 4 times 52 and i was like I don't make that much money. It was like, it was like two million. I was like, that's not right. I don't make anywhere near that. So and so, anyways, my my dad. I was like, why am I coming up with these wacky figures? My mom was like, you need to clear out your calculator. My dad was like, he was like, I'll do it for you. <laughs> like like you can't do simple math. Uh, I was like, how embarrassing. I'm really bad at math. And that's the spookiest part of all this. It is. And also, uh, wish upon hereditary. We did talk about those more in depth in earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me which ones they were. I have no idea. Um, the hereditary one we also talked about Midsummer, Midsummer, mm-hmm. which um, if you have to pick between the two I, for spooky season, I would pick Hereditary. It's more because it's really spooky, and I feel it falls more in line with the spookies. Yes, of October style yeah. spooks. Yeah. So anyway, wrapping it up. Yes, it is. Uh, this has been Paint the Town Dead, episode 34, The Moonlight Murders from Texarkana. It's a good one, Andrew. The Phantom Killer. Yeah, it's good. The, who may have done all of them or only one of them? Who's to say? Maybe it was, I mean, there are so many theories that we just came up with this episode. Yeah, it's 
It's a, it was a lot. It was. So you can find us. Uh, you can follow us on, obviously, uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Please. Subscribe. Leave a good old five-star review or whatever. Um, we're, we are on YouTube. If you want to listen to the podcast on YouTube, we don't have video, mm-hmm. but some people prefer listening on YouTube. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know. But good. If you I, do, I guess sure, like some not? people have like the thing where you can listen. Set up a playlist or whatever and just go. Yeah. And also you can like listen while your phone is closed or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so that's like a thing for people sometimes. Well, there you go. So, however, however but, you want to yeah. listen to it. We're pretty much on every platform now. But yeah, if you so if you like the YouTube, if that's what you prefer, we are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to go add in the back catalog, but the last 10 or so episodes are on there. And those are better than the older episodes anyway, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to promise this podcast is good, but it gets better. It does. I think. It does. Um, Didn't your dad recommend this to somebody who was like, the first one's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I was like, the first one is the worst one. Because they were like, I listened to the first one. I was like, that's the worst one. Keep going. I don't, I'm not promising it gets good. Yeah. It gets it better gets though. It gets better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are we are available on the YouTube. Again, nothing fancy. It's just the sound. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll do something fancy if I ever learn how to do that. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I, I pursue my YouTuber career. Yay. Um. <laughs> uh, also, uh, but yeah, uh, podcasting services, we're available on basically everything. Your Spotify, your Stitchers, Apple. Um, Amazon now? Uh, potentially Amazon. Yeah. I'm not making any promises yet. Yeah, it's a maybe. I won't promise that if, if I get that worked out. I will post it on social media, such as on Facebook, where you can find us at PTTD Pod. It's on Paint the Town Dad. You can search it. You'll see our logo. Uh, Twitter at PTD Pod. PTTD. PTTD Pod. Yes. That's, I can't believe you don't mess it up more often than you do. I have to slow it down. And uh, PTTD. Instagram, uh, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can email us at pttdpod at gmail.com. You can yell at us about whatever we've done wrong or tell us how awesome we are. Or, you know, send in corrections, that sort of thing. That's also good. Uh, so, I've been Andrew with my spooky co-ghost. Caitlin. And thank you so much for listening. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.